music is essentially 12 notes between any octave. 12 notes and the octave repeats. It's the same story told over and over. All any artist can offer the world is how they see those 12 notes. back-to-back double recording session on a Thursday here. I'm Matt Hayes, and I'm joined by a man who's better than Sinatra, Bob Hanelow. Oh, I'm over here now. How you doing, Mr. Hayes? Bob, I just left the theater probably like an hour ago, two hours. Um, I, I gave in to peer pressure and critic reception. I saw Stars Born. I loved it. Yeah. I think this is... The best movie I've seen so far. That's the Bob Panalone hyperbole prisoner of the moment take of the week. So uh, it is, I I thought that the music in this movie was amazing. I'm sure we'll get into that conversation. But most importantly, three amazing performances. Uh, Surprisingly, (laughs) I want to note my favorite performance of this movie and of this year is Sam Elliott as the brother so uh, oh i definitely thought you were gonna say dice clay there oh no (laughs) wait so you thought i said three amazing performances and one of them was gonna be dice (laughs) i mean that's my three i i I got i got dice i got sam elliott and uh all bradley and lady gaga's one ticket okay Um, in that order okay man how badly did you want to yell dice when he came on stage (laughs) yeah what Dude, my favorite part, the, the prestige films call in Dice Clay for their, uh, yeah, their, their home, they call him out of the bullpen. Yeah, they call him out of the bullpen for these prestige Oscar dramas. God. We got Blue Valentine, he plays a No, Blue Jasmine, Blue Jasmine. Blue Jasmine, sorry, sorry. Blue Jasmine, he plays what, the, uh, the, 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 the yeah, the husband. Yeah, the, uh, the, uh, or the second husband mm-hmm. or something, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, all right, well let's get let's get on top. We we can dissect Dice's performance uh, in the back half. In the back, mm-hmm. in the back half, suffice it to say, he comes on, he knocks it out of the park. He plays Lady Gaga's father, who's a a, a, a driver, who's just a, a stand up guy. He's really proud of his daughter. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, the, there's a lot of talent on display here. Um, everyone's heard the move, uh, this you know the hit soundtrack song. No, I'm in the um, let me start by saying that, like, I have never been so fooled by a trailer in quite a while. Um, it played in every single, it played before every single movie I've seen the past couple of months. It played before The Predator, um, and, uh, I was really sick of it. I, I think, cause this took off on the internet. I wasn't really aware of the meme culture on this one. I kind of, I dropped the ball, um, I, I, I think I lose my Millennium card for not uh, not knowing about the internet joke that was the trailer for this movie. Um, there was memes of the uh, hey, just wanted uh, to take another look, look at you. Yeah, it was just uh, the trailer comes out. You got this frog like Bradley Cooper doing a Sam Elliott impression before I knew he was in the film. That uh, he looks like he's out of Florida with that tan. Yeah, very uh, weathered, wind blown face. He looks yeah, like he looks like Mike Shanahan, the old Denver coach. <laughs> he does. It's so leathery, like an old catcher's mitt. Yeah. 
Um, you got Lady Gaga, you know, a musician turned actress, whatever. Um, it just had such a sappy, overacted look to it. We're like, God, I have no interest in that. And then, you know, meanwhile, the critics that have seen it are like swearing up and down. It's an Oscar favorite. And you're like, what? What is going on? But that's what Everyone's- got me kind of excited about it. Because yeah. these kind of dramas are my kind of dramas. There's, you know, like I said, bottle of the bottom of the bottle of whiskey. I, I really think that the the I the look at musician fame and, and what it does to people. I, I found that kind of fascinating studies, and the fact that they're saying Lady Gaga for best actress. I I, I was fired up by that. Uh, let me stop you by saying that uh, I don't think we see much whiskey in the film. He was a gin drinker. Ah, you're right. Um, you're right. It's which clear. Which was a was very unattractive look because, like, if you're an alcoholic and you're you're down in gin, it's it just it just looks painful. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I'm like, I'm I'm a gin and tonic guy. I like gin martinis, but to to just be sucking down a bottle of gin now, because like whiskey with that kind of guy, his voice. It fits, you know. It's kind of like the Marlboro mm. Man. It's it's got this kind of panache to it. But with like, if you're just like looking to escape, it's like you know, tequila, gin is just not a fair. Yeah, the choice of the liquor to... is a deliberate choice, though, and the pain. Yeah, in it, it. Could, yeah, because he doesn't want to romanticize. Because you you know whiskey you know whiskey drinkers are cool. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's almost like a penance at that point. Yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, Bradley Cooper, man, do you think he becomes the most nominated in a single year? Oh, good question. Almost like there, a, almost like a Mel Gibson Braveheart year where um, you're getting I, a bunch. I forget I forget who currently has the record. I it, I forget who it is. But uh yeah, what director, star, what um song? I'm sure he's he is he a producer on this too. I know Warner Brothers yeah. is a producer, but uh, right. Yeah, I'm. I mean, he he's going to get a lot of praise, deservedly so. And and I, what's your opinion on Bradley Cooper? Because I used to have a a very uh, strict stance on. It. I was not a very big Bradley Cooper guy, particularly his comedies. I I didn't I didn't jive with with his comedy as much. And and people really. Not, not, people see him in different ways. Sometimes people, he would, you know, he's this kind of comedy guy, and, and that's where a lot of America kind of viewed him because of the Hangover success. But then he would just come out with some, some fantastic dramas, and I'd go, God, like, I want to like this guy, but something about him, I, I, I'm not about yet. And this is easily his best movie, in my opinion. I've never really had a problem liking him. He right off the bat, his breakout role is one of my favorite movies, Wedding Crashers. Um, but that performance kind of stuck with me. I kind of attributed that character to him. I'm like, oh, Bradley Cooper is the guy from Wedding Crashers. That he's yeah, just this asshole. But that movie or that character was pretty one note and didn't have a ton mm-hmm. of layers to it. And so, yeah, I, I guess I just kind of didn't. If he had more layers, it would have kind of ruined. Yeah, the that's true. There's no thing. there's no room in that movie for his his character to have layers. But still, I just yeah. kind of was like, oh, okay, this is a generic character I've seen three thousand times. But then. Yeah. As it rolls out, you know, I and, and and I wasn't as big on the 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 one he did with Jennifer Lawrence, um, Silver Lining. Line. I wasn't as big into it, honestly. I was one of the people that were was kind of swimming against stream on that, and I was like, "What? I I just it's nice, but I don't see why this is one of the most acclaimed movies of the year." And then Shooter or uh, American I, uh, Sniper I like was one. American Sniper was very good in 
and then um, and that was actually when he started to develop this movie. And I, I don't know, he he's been growing on me steadily as as his he's rolled out more and more performances, and he's he has incredible depth. He's a very very Did- deep actor. Didn't the fact that uh, he was a student in the um, uh, the actor's the actor studio, theater, yeah, 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 didn't that kind of do anything for you? Like this guy has been studying the craft forever. When that came out, like he was a student and he was on the show, like the first person to do it. Like he's just like some asshole kid asking Sean Penn it was or Sean Penn. Yeah, so. yeah, Sean Penn. You're right. Like, oh, this guy's like, you know, he's been he's done the training i mean actress studio whatever well yeah and he's a broadway guy and he's he's a theater he's done elephant man and a a bunch of performances on broadway and and so you know i i definitely respect the craft i just hadn't ever connected to his characters until silver landings playbook was the beginning of it but this one definitely i was completely invested completely invested in his journey I thought the chemistry between him and Gaga was fantastic, but most importantly, the scenes with him and his brother blew me away. And I was yeah. emotional in the theater, and it was because that the scene is particularly when he tells him it wasn't Dad that I idolized, and it was you. And you know he's breaking as he's closing that car door. Bradley Cooper's breaking, and then Sam Elliott driving away, and the nonverbals in that scene is is going to win him an Oscar. I thought that was cut awkwardly. I see what you mean, but it's like he pauses, he does his long pause, he's looking down like every single time he apologized, and he's like, you know what, when I when you said I stole your voice, you know, it it was you I idolized. And then the the door shuts and he's just driving away. There's no, like, I thought he was going to, like, turn the car off, get out, ha- have some sort of a moment there. It, it, no, that's not those men, though. And and a lot of times it's, it's, it's hard to show the emotion and... and, and and the, to, so often you you think the instinct is just to go to waterworks and tears and for them to ball and hug and embrace. But, you know, sometimes that's as far as they could possibly go in, in just the bravado. And, and I wasn't looking for like a bawling, you know, uh, lifetime movie uh, moment. I just I, I think it could use like a couple of nods back and forth. And then he drives away and he's losing it. I don't know. It's just oh, I love the way that it played out. Um, but uh, what were we? I forgot. We were, oh, I just love that he has these passion projects, like Elephant Man. Uh, like you know, he just really wanted to put that up, and he did it. I love that he's a theater guy with these passion projects. And this was, I mean, I think he almost lost it a couple times, or what was like Clint Eastwood was gonna helm it, and he dropped off. So then Bradley's like, "Fuck it, I'll direct it." I mean, what what? Did, how did these guys debut with these amazing films? I mean, you watch Adam McKay film The Hangover three times, and you you know how to direct movies. I don't. It's crazy. Oh, Todd Phillips did the Hangover, but oh, yeah, Todd I see what Phillips. You're yeah, 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 that's what I meant. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just crazy. Like, uh, you know, you, you go to school for acting. That is your entire life and your world, and you're on set enough times that you just know how to do it. I mean, that that's really amazing to me. Like being able to direct yourself. Um, is yeah, you learn by doing, though. Yeah, you know, I'm sure that they're. Uh, that comes into play, but yeah, the sheer ambition of it, and you know, you almost think about last year they do they do a movie about the room and just kind of one of the themes is just the 
the, the ambition of an artist and you know the disaster artist was kind of the joke on that but just the sheer ambition blows your mind and, and, and with something like this obviously there's financial sh- support behind it and you've got a major studio and, and you've got a lot of talent to kind of surround yourself and insulate yourself with but it still doesn't take away from the ambition behind the art and and then to, to have it be a home run is commendable uh, I want to jump on your point from earlier too, because I had the same thought. Like uh, when they're they're setting up that uh, that first show, uh, I think twenty five minutes in, Sam Elliott. You know, you you follow behind him. You're just like, how how cool has Sam Elliott been forever? Like ever since Big Lebowski, I feel like he hasn't changed. He, he looks exactly the same. He's that is that guy. Yeah, but it goes back to like Roadhouse and stuff. Yeah. The guy's been in the industry forever. Oh, Roadhouse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The movie's great. You love when these character guys really get an opportunity to take some cuts. And yeah, he's great, you know, with a cowboy hat on, sipping whiskey and talking to the dude at the bowling alley. But when you give them something, and just really goes to show how much stinking talent is in that town. You know, when a guy like J.K. Simmons, you finally cut him loose and, and you don't just have him in a comic book movie. And all of a sudden you're like, holy shit, that guy's amazing. Yeah. And, the same, and, and I really feel that this is cut from the same cloth. And a lot of times in a year, my favorite performance ends up being the supporting actor category oh, performers. Oh, yeah, me too. And, and last, year, last year, our boy Sam Rockwell, and then this year, Sam Elliott. I'm, I'm going to be talking about this performance all year. I really, really connected with that brother relationship. I connected with all the relationships. I connected with Dice and, and his daughter on a real level. I honestly connected. I, I thought there was fantastic chemistry between Lady Gaga and Bradley Cooper. And then the brothers, uh, on top of all of that, I thought were, were just incredible. Yeah. Um, with the brothers. Oh, oh right, right, right. Yeah, brothers. yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought you meant the other brothers. Like, no. Um, yeah. Yeah, just there's so much talent on display, like I said. And, um, I mean, I guess I even Lady Gaga. I mean, I, I guess I realized I had no idea what she actually looks like. Um, in the trailer, I didn't recognize her until the name at the end. Like, Lady Gaga and Bradley Cooper. I was like, what? That's like, like I she's kind of the queen of the the misbegotten the look yeah or mm-hmm. and all and also you know she I, I like that they kind of brought in the drag queen vibe as her origin story because she's always had that you know with monster and born this way she always dresses up in these crazy meat dresses and wears a bunch of crazy mm-hmm. shit in her face and you're you kind of get lost in the fact that this chick is a phenomenal pianist musician she's- and singer uh and this was such a perfect vehicle for her because it kind of strips away the pop star, which brings me to another point. The second half of the movie, I, I kind of lost a little bit of interest. But it's just when you strip away her whole Lady Gaga image and just like this girl with her voice um, is is left bare. It, it's like when she played SNL, I think it was. And it's kind of cool yeah. that they brought that back. I wrote that down. I definitely wrote that down was that – when she first played and it was she had this orb on and she was singing Poker Face and she was on this pedestal and, and then she finally gets off this pedestal once Poker Face is done and she sits down on SNL and she's got to move the orb around it to get to the piano and then she just bangs out yeah. this, this uh, mashup and it, it's amazing and it's just power and she's and she's just crushing this song and I'm like, shit, take the orb up and just do that. Yeah, yeah, and exactly. And that's why this movie was really tailor-made for her. And it, it was almost kind of like, did, did you kind of feel a little like Eminem could never do a movie outside of 8 Mile, but 8 Mile was just so perfect for him. Yeah, you know yeah what I mean? for sure. 
And then this is kind of the same where she can just like, it's such a great character because it doesn't parallel her life exactly. It's not a movie about Lady Gaga's yeah, it's, origins. It, but it's not the Lady Gaga behind the music. Uh, yeah, but it's 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 just a really good character for her. But um, the movie kind of shows how in the ascension to fame, you can lose some of your voice and become a product and become kind of consumable to the mass audiences. And, and, and that's really a, a, a point of tension and drama in their relationship is Jackson Maine has very strong stances in terms of the person, the, the voice, the voice of the artist and having something uh, to and, say. Yeah, and then he sees her losing that, and and you know he he has his own jealousies that kind of bubble up as as she's ascending as he's descending, but I I think the the movie makes very I think poignant claims in terms of uh, what the industry does to artists in general. Yeah, for sure. I I so hated that smarmy fuck like Hollywood manager exec. Like we need to dye your hair platinum blonde, and like I know she um she pushes back on that stuff. But she still ends. But she, she still ends she up. Caves. In, yeah, she totally caves, and she's writing a song about a guy with fat ass and jeans, and you're like, mm-hmm. what? And that's when that's when you get that great scene where he's like, "What the fuck was that?" Yeah, and he's like, "And that's what you're going to get nominated for a Grammy for." Yeah, you're ugly. And yeah, that that you're ugly scene was crushing, and then the actual Grammy performances, I I had to watch through my fingers, uh, and then you know obviously the rest of the movie plays out, but uh, just. Just incredible drama. Yeah, just, in, just incredible drama. What 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 are we supposed to take away from this? Because it like does the movie does the movie hate pop music? I mean, but but Lady Gaga is a pop star, and she's she's, you know, she's in it. Is is it a commentary on what she's become? Uh, is she complicit with making herself into this bizarre pop star? While I mean, she still has something to say in her songs, "Born This Way," all that stuff. You know, it's there's a lot of good messages in it, but also there's a lot of just pop star crap and she's kind of complicit in in that and i i'm just curious if like that mirrors her life more than we think like was she kind of created in a studio by executives or is this her thing um i i don't really know yeah those are all really good questions those are all really good questions i think the movie is is taking note of some of those things i i don't know specifically how it relates to her career directly, but it's saying this this is what happens in music and in media. Yeah. Uh, but to get back to it, uh, in, in the relationship between them, what did you feel? Did you buy in? Because this movie doesn't work if you don't buy into their relationship and into their love story and to their journey. So what did you feel about that? Yeah, I totally bought in. I mean, I, I think all the performances are great. The The structure of it, um, I just was so more connected to the the origin of it. Like when, when she first comes on stage, you know, the footage that's in the trailer that I kind of was a joke. But then in context and, you know, their date and the night before and just getting on the, the excitement of like this waitress. The whirlwind. Yeah, 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 the whirlwind. And then she's like, oh my God. And then the way she played that excited, nervous girl, that's like, no way, no way. And then she gets out there and crushes it. And like her voice is so meant for an arena. And it just, like, yeah. the, the sound and the way it re- reverberates. And it was like a really good song. That that had me tearing up like like hap- like a happy, like uh, connected, emotional um 
it, it you know it affected me in that way. But the rest of the movie, when when everyone else in the theater is sobbing ridiculously, you know, like the uh, when, when he commits suicide and like all these women around mm-hmm. me are like, it's so sad. Like I'm like, you got to get a grip, ladies. You're like kind of ruining this for for me here. Uh, which I I don't decry. You know, it's it's a powerful moment. But the second half of the movie, I, I didn't. I kind of lost interest with the rise of a pop star. I was much more interested in this this girl. I actually, when when they're on the road writing songs on his bike, I could have watched that for for an, yeah. another hour. But we've always talked about how the rise is always more interesting than the fall. Yeah, we've we've said that a, a billion times Say, in like, countless like, different movies on here. Like Goodfellas, like Wolf of Wall Street, Wolf of Wall Street. Yeah, you know his ascension is way more interesting yeah. than than the the falling action. I think so, I think it's because the fall plays out in public, and we we see that you don't really get to see these guys rise, which is why I don't know biographies are interesting, um, or yeah, like behind the scenes, like the, how Oasis came to be, or that Amy documentary. Yeah, exactly. The rise is, is more interesting than the fall. Um, I I also uh, thought things towards the back half, a little bit to your point, and the only opportunity areas I would see in this, because it's, it's not a perfect movie, but I do think things happened a little arbitrarily. Like the wedding was just kind of, what? It was kind of like doing a, a, a random wedding with... Uh, Dave Chappelle and Eddie Griffin. I was just like, what, what yeah, that? Eddie Griffin. <laughs> like, like, like I, I was just that that whole thing happened in a matter of like, can you, can you mind if I get a yeah, yeah. I was like, what did, does he even propose? Does she say yes? He just and then I'm like, you don't invite her. Dice to the wedding? How do you not have <laughs> Dice at the wedding? What a great segue! All right, we've talked about the movie long enough. <laughs> now, let let let's get to the. Uh, the guy who's going to be stealing the guy's headline guy the guy who's going to be stealing votes from Sam Elliott for best supporting actor <laughs> cuz i think they'll both be nominated <laughs> just kidding but uh, no. dice clay as the dad uh, was a lot of fun for me uh, just because he's such like a lovable doofus and he's so annoying to follow on instagram he's like so past his prime yeah. uh, and well, his show three... is ridiculous there's three all-time great comedians in this movie. You've got Dave Chappelle, of course, Eddie Griffin, uh-huh. and above all, Mr. Dice Clay. So headline guy. I mean, you know, I, I don't think Dave Chappelle sold out Madison Square Garden back to back. I'm sure he has, but <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about Eddie Griffin though. No, um, but Dice is—he's really—I I think he's really good in this, and and he does actually. The role is like it was in Blue Jasmine, critical to the to her story because he's this limo driver who's obsessed with celebrity and he's constantly name dropping and he wants to be close to fame and it gives you a nice perspective in terms of her arc because she's like dad that's ridiculous i don't give a shit i'm not the kind of person that's just gonna run after famous people like you do that's not my life and then you kind of see her start to later in the movie bend and conform and you know fame kind of seems to become more important to her and she loses her voice which through the scenes with dice you found was very important to her at the time and so he is part of her evolution and so to kind of see him be this he's not the critical piece but a critical piece in the story i thought was kind of great uh i thought it was perfectly played just just the right amount and anytime he was on screen it made me laugh a little i was like he looks like he could be your dad 
he yeah. they're they both have that New York thing. The you know, New they, York. The yeah. nose the, the nose the was nose. brought up a bunch mm-hmm. and you know, it definitely looks like, like he could be your dad. And then, you know, it gets pretty real in that moment, um, when they're at the uh, when they're getting ready to go out and there's a nice little chuckle line when he's like, Hey man, you got a lot of great vinyl. He's like, take what you want. <laughs> he looks at his limo buddies and he goes, he's talking to the wrong guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was just going to bring that up. That, that made me laugh too. Uh, but then, you know, he's the one that is what the fuck is wrong with you? You know, what the blah, blah, blah. You know, when, when Jackson's oh, God, uh, strung yeah. out on the, at the, at the Grammys, like dice is in that scene, man. So I can't, you don't do that to her. That's my thought. Yeah. Well, he's great at that. He's yeah, he's just like a big, dumb, lovable guy that cares a whole lot. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I actually could have done with maybe a few Polish jokes or something. Could have uh, definitely got a few extra Polish jokes in there. <laughs> was that, that was in Blue Jasmine, right? Where he's like, yeah. I don't even get to tell my Polish jokes. <laughs> oh, please, please. Oh, just, it's so amazing to me that these uh, these these directors that are woody allen bradley cooper i want dice making this art <laughs> yeah they call this is my this... my passion project i'm going for oscars get me dice clay yeah. oh god <laughs> and he never uh, disappoints i mean yeah all right his show is borderline unwatchable you have to be a super <laughs> you have to be a super fan to even make it through it and like he gets in there and someone else is directing him and he's they know where to aim the shotgun it's great yeah, exactly. I love because his real life. He loves talking about Sinatra, how he met Sinatra, like he revert reveres the guy. And Even he, though and then, he can't do a Sinatra, he only does a Sammy Davis Jr. So yeah, they could <laughs> they could have wrote him a little bit of something to get him in his wheelhouse. But I know, yeah. I know. Well, it's 2018. You're not seeing Dice Clay doing Sammy Davis. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I love that the character thought that he was a better singer than Sinatra. That's so perfect. Yeah, yeah, and then he even talks about celebrity and you know the kind of people that make it are the you know the ones that have something to say. There's a ton of guys just like Frank that had talent, but they don't have the it factor, and you know that they, they, they kind of cross cut that with uh-huh. Lady Gaga and, and and her in the kitchen, kind of in a reflecting moment. I you know it was actually a nice scene. I thought this movie was shot to get this back on the rails, <laughs> but I thought this movie <laughs> was shot really well. Just kind of the you know, and me and you as 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 performers on a very much smaller scale but just kind of the lighting the way that the spotlights would would hit the stage and in and, and the performers and there's certain glare that the audience would have perspective on i the thought way was really the, interesting. Uh, the way the arena scenes were shot was very effective and very cool like it was usually from behind or even in front but like the audience or like the crowds was always kind of blurred um mm-hmm. and, and there was like it was smoky it was you kind of got the sense of what it's like to be on stage where you don't really know, you can't really make out anything. There's yeah. lights, but you, yeah, can he... fe- you can feel the vastness and you can hear your voice and it's like going out to thousands. And they really captured the moment of like how scary and, and how powerful mm-hmm. that can be. It gives you her perspective and in, in allows you to feel the tension that she's feeling as she's stepping out there and really what yeah. she's up against. And there's also a really nice touch uh, in the Can you scene feel the where, tension? Can you feel the tension in the air? But <laughs> it was a really nice scene in the moment where he's in the garage with the belt when he's walking to oh, God, the back yeah. of the garage and the lights from the truck are creating the same effect. 
as he's walking, I don't know if you remember that, but he's kind of, and I, I took note of it, he's walking towards the, the garage where he's going to do that, and the lights are hitting him the same way that the spotlights would hit him from the stage. Oh, I And it's like right before that. he takes that garage door down. It was just a nice little uh, touch just in terms of oh, I the see relationship and the, and, you know, the stardom kind of had that was him a, at this point. That was a great shot. Yeah, where it's just him with, like, the hand on this, you don't know if he's going to close it and get on the, I actually thought he was going to get on the bike wasted and kind of like call back to the, you know, the, the setup where she's like, I'm never getting on that thing when you're loaded. Uh, I thought yeah. he was, I thought maybe he was going to drop, you know, have like a, um, oh God, uh, a, a James Dean moment where he's mm-hmm. like, I'm going to go to the show, but I'm going to drive on this bike and essentially try to kill myself that way. I, I thought that's that's when it was like, but anyway, so like to see his thought process where he's got the hand on the garage door, he's like, am I doing this? Am I doing this for real? Or should I go to the show? Or mm-hmm. what? what's my life? And then just boom, slams it down. That was really cool. Um, what What's a better acting moment, that or Good Will Hunting when Ben Affleck's like look, looking in to see if Will's still there and then he just like gives up and walks away? The... The subtlety of the Ben Affleck, and I'm always gonna prescribe to Goodwill Hunting. I, you did the the all of the you could literally see the wheels turning in Ben Affleck's mind the entire time. I guess you could do that with both this too. This one's definitely heavier. That's a really yeah, good question. I'm actually well, wrestling that with in my mind right now. I well, st- I it, prefer the Ben Affleck, but that's just sentimental reasons why. Sentimental reasons, and also Ben, ben Matt Damon claims that's the best acting in the movie. Mm-hmm. Which I would debate, uh, but I mean, sure, I'll I'll give it up to him. But I, I, that's just that's just one of my favorite nonverbals. Hey Ben, go up to this window and just kind of look in, and then just have this this moment. Mm-hmm. And then you know Bradley Cooper to himself, like, all right, I need to just like you know have this thought. I just zooming yeah. in on a person's thought process. It's really hard to convey anything. You know, you got to like get yeah. out of your head and actually have thoughts. Um, I remember uh, what, when they're shooting Harry Potter, and Daniel Radcliffe was telling the story about like you know he's getting acting lessons on the fly from like you know Alan Rickman. He's yeah. like, he's like, man, you better you when you when you're when your your character's thinking of something, you better be thinking exactly what that is because the camera's gonna tell if you're. It's not. gonna catch it. Yeah. Yeah. I I, I just that I, I I was really moved by the story uh, and I. I went on a journey, man, and and I know I've said it a few times, but just I'll say it one more time: the the scenes with the brothers and the you fucking sold dad's lot, and you were fucking loaded. Uh, I thought Sam Elliott really elevated every scene he was in, and every scene just had so much more weight to it because he was in it. Even just him getting him to bed and saying he's never played like that before, and you know you think this is you, you think this is this is this is fame right here. You know, this is this is the stuff that people don't get to see and don't glamorize. And then the scene at the end with the 12 notes and really summarizing the whole movie, uh, I, I, I just absolutely floored by Sam Elliott. And, you know, I'm going to take a lot from this movie with me. And, and I'll, I mean, I've been thinking about it since I've seen it. And, I, and I'm sure I'll be thinking about it for uh, so, some more time to come. But uh, I just recommend to anybody that hasn't seen it yet even though we completely just spoiled it <laughs> recommend you guys going to check it out and dice has a great monologue when he's telling his limo buddies about how his daughter had the best voice <laughs> i think he goes on about he goes on for like five minutes that's <laughs> yeah yeah they, you know they, i've watched this 200 times so 200 of those people are me you know so <laughs> so sweet 
All right, uh, let, let's 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 uh, let's get down to brass tacks. Let's talk report card, uh, Oscar early picks. What 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 are you giving this? Supporting actor, original song. I think uh, it wins original song for Shallow. Yeah. Uh, and this is, by the way, the first we've done that. This is the first movie where we've gone through this exercise. So I think original song for The Shallow, I think that you could pretty much uh, book already. You can write that in pen. Yeah. Sam Elliott, I think, I'll, is... Sam Elliott, I'll write in pencil. I mean, I have no idea what else is What else is out known. there, yeah. but I'd be really surprised if someone overtook him. I think both the leads get nominated. Uh, I think... Man, I'd be... The, the Gaga is going to get a lot of support. The fish out of water first time thing, and I, I, I really, I would, I would not be surprised if she made a really strong push. And yeah, I know fish that fish out there's, of water was last year's theme, though. I know that Christian Bale is Cheney. I, I don't know if I can do. I don't know if I'm gonna put both of those in for the leads, but they're definitely going to be nominated. I think we'll see a. Um... A, uh, a George Clooney moment where he gets director and he's like, well, I guess I'm not winning. Uh, yeah. After. <laughs> yeah. 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 Exactly. <laughs> or was it the reverse? I, I think he won supporting he won, actor. He won supporting and... actor. And he says, well, I guess this means that I'm out for director. <laughs> yeah. 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 For good night and good luck. Exactly. I don't think Bradley Cooper would, would have that moment. And also I think he gets uh, nominated best... for director. I think too. Yeah. Uh, he'll, yeah. He'll be nominated for director and actor. Um, and and I the guess movie producer. gets nominated for best for best picture. Now, are, who's writing the songs? Is it Lady Gaga? Is it is it um, that one guy that writes all the songs? Um, T Bone Pickens, or yeah, T, yeah, T Bone, exactly, yeah. Same guy who wrote Crazy Heart. Is that true? He he wrote these songs because it does have his kind of stamp on them. Or is yeah, it well, Lady it's that Gaga? like blues country rock feel. I don't know if he wrote these ones, but I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, uh, I actually have no idea. I I think Bradley Cooper's got like writing credits on it or something because that would. You know, bring his tally up to record-setting levels, which are what people are talking about in mm-hmm. setting. Um, yeah, okay. Original song uh, nominees for director, actor, actress, supporting um, soundtrack. No, it's a it's score, right? That's there's yeah, no soundtrack score. award. Um, I guess I can't really speak to the score. It's it's more so the soundtrack's getting the buzz. Um, but that's still quite a bit. And then, you know, we haven't seen First Man that comes out the 12th or tomorrow. Ah, sure. uh, yeah, yeah. Gosling is going to be a heavy player in that as well. I it's think a- this will probably get Song and Sam Elliott and a, a, a handful of nominations. I think that's Handful of nominations and two wins. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that could be fair. Yeah, a lot of people are like, give that the award for everything. And I'm just like, ah, well, hold on a second. Yeah, I mean, there's, there's a lot of year left. Yeah. Um... I wouldn't. Would you be upset with this winning best, uh, best picture? Currently, no. Yeah, I would be happy. I would not have a problem if it won best picture. I was very I'll moved. Say, I'll say this: I was more moved. I enjoyed it more than Shape of Water. That won last year, so why yep. not? Yeah, exactly. Um, but uh, I think we'll see a stronger year this year, or or, or not so many A minuses that are all kind of competing with each other, like Lady Bird and uh, blah 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 blah. What else? Yeah. Um, yeah, so uh, really strong showing. Um, man, I, I had this pegged wrong. Well, I mean, just the trailer was kind of an internet joke, so I don't th- I don't put this squarely on me. Um, I, I didn't see it thinking I would hate it. I just had no interest based on the trailer. Um, but I went in with an open mind, and it, it was it was great. So mm-hmm. there's Absolutely. that. Uh, excited to see uh, Old Man and the Gun. Uh, I'm That's not sure. Really yeah, I don't know what kind of. I mean, we could see actor for you know Redford's last swan song there. Um, mm-hmm. For first man looks like Gravity, starring uh, Ryan Gosling. 
Um, I'm for it though. Uh, I plan to see that in IMAX. How about you? Because I just heard. Yeah, that the, it comes uh, out next see- week. Yeah. That's why I had to run to see this because I didn't want to get buried. Right. Uh, lunar sequences are filmed in IMAX. So uh, anytime that happens, try to try to see that in IMAX. Uh, my philosophy. If there if there's scenes filmed with the cameras, I'm gonna go see it. There you go. But uh, yeah, that wraps up. Uh, um, a star is a two-parter. born. Two parter. Stars born. That's all right. I mean, yeah, Lady Gaga. That's uh, she looks like she has a bright future. Yep. <laughs> Perfect. All right, Bob. Talk to you later. Well, I'll talk to you later. And thank you, everybody, for listening. Every this has been our analysis. Bye. Bye. Every time we say goodbye, baby, it hurts. When the sun goes down and the band won't play, I'll always remember us this way